0: Hi, it's Amy Newmark with three of my favorite episodes about mothers, grandmothers, and raising kids as we get closer to Mother's Day weekend. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with editor in chief, Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a couple of my new favorite stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Crazy Family. We have a lot of stories in the book about eccentric, wacky grandmothers, but all of the stories are filled with admiration for these spunky women who really do teach their grandchildren a lot about how to live their lives. Christy Adams, for example, received an urgent call from her aunt one evening. Turn on the TV. Granny's on the Channel 10 News. Christy clicked on the TV just in time for the teaser. And stay tuned for a daring story that happened just this afternoon and a criminal who didn't realize what he was getting into. Well, it turned out that Granny had made a sandwich run for her office and was stopped at a red light downtown. She had her car window rolled down to enjoy the breeze when a man rushed up to the driver's side window intending to carjack her. Now, what the would be carjacker couldn't have known was that this woman simply wasn't a granny. This was Nancy Johnson, who owned a Texas cattle ranch, drove her own tractors, and dug her own post holes to lay fence. The week before, she had shot a rattlesnake and chopped off its head with a shovel. Granny also was driving her brand new car, so she wasn't about to hand it over lightly. When that would-be carjacker leaned into the open window, He said he had a gun and that she should get out of the car. And Granny looked at his hand stuffed into his pocket and said, If you really had a gun in your pocket, you would have pulled it out and led with that first. She had called his bluff. So now the man yanked open the door and he grabbed Granny and he tried to pull her out of the van. She leaned on the horn and she started yelling and kicking the man. Then she kicked him in the crotch and he tried to run away. But Granny wouldn't stand for that. Now it was her turn to grab him, which she did as she yelled for some bystanders to help her hold him down. They pinned the man to the sidewalk, holding him there until the police came. Christy says a silver haired woman who loved being out on her tractor as much as she loved making brownies and crocheting had just made a citizen's arrest. Christy says this was one of the many lessons she learned from her grandmother. She says, She encouraged us to push boundaries and expectations, but even more so, she taught us fearlessness. Christy's grandmother was a spunky woman who worked hard and wasn't about to let it be taken away from her, and Marsha Henry Goff describes her grandmother the same way. Marsha's grandmother was only in her 60s when her husband died, so she continued to run their junkyard in her small Kansas town. She learned how to use the welding and cutting torch tools, and she sorted the metals into neat piles. Previously, she had been the bookkeeper for the business while her husband had workers do all the heavy work but now the business was smaller, so Marcia's grandmother actually did a lot of the menial labor herself. When she finally retired, Marsha says her grandmother never quit working. One day, Marsha and her husband and kids went to visit her grandmother, and they found her up on the roof nailing shingles. She was then already in her early 80s, and she only measured five feet tall, and she weighed less than 100 pounds. Marcia's husband made her get down from the roof, and he climbed up the ladder to finish the job. And then Marsha and the kids went into the house, and there they saw that the wood floors had just been refinished. Marcia's grandmother said that she did it herself. I did it myself, she said matter-of-factly. I just stripped off the old varnish and brushed on the new. It wasn't that hard. She had also painted her kitchen a soft mint green. Marsha asked if she and her husband could move the refrigerator and the range for her, so they could paint behind them. But her grandmother said, Why, honey, I already did that. Well, how had she done that herself? She had gone out to a pile of scrap metal, found a steel pipe, hoisted up the appliances, and rolled them out. When the paint was dry, she rolled them back. Back in the living room, Marcia noticed a baseball bat by the door. Her grandmother explained, Our neighborhood has been having trouble with burglars lately. If one comes here, I'll hit him with the bat. Marcia says that her grandmother eventually slowed down a bit. At age 86, when she climbed a tall pear tree, she asked her older sister to act as a spotter. And when she fell out of the tree, which was about a 15-foot drop, she just lay there on the ground, and her sister couldn't revive her. So her sister went inside to call the mortuary, but as she was talking to the funeral director, her sister walked in the back door. After that, Marsha's grandmother went to the doctor, who tried to get her to promise not to climb any more trees. All she would concede was that she wouldn't climb any more pear trees. She lived another five years after that, leaving behind a very impressed granddaughter. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please make sure you subscribe to it on Apple or Google or wherever you like to get your podcasts so that each new episode will be automatically downloaded into your phone. And if you'd like to learn more about our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Crazy Family, you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com, by clicking the podcast button and looking at our featured books. And you can pick up a copy for yourself at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, your local independent bookstore, Walmart, Rite Aid, Target, Kroger, Amazon, Chapters Indigo, Costco Canada, and wherever else books are sold come back for our next episode. We're going to talk to Ruth Spiro, whose work I admired before I even learned that she was a past chicken soup for the soul writer. We're going to talk about how she became a children's book author and her new line of books that teach science, even quantum physics, to babies.